0: Networks are getting a lot more complicated to operate today, especially when it comes to security. And there are powerful trends like 5G that will lead to explosive growth. How are network administrators to keep up with all of this? Well, one kinetic company that's about to turn 10 years old, by the way, has a solution to make life for network admins easier. Get the inside scoop on course of security in this episode of Techopia Live. <coughs> you. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to Techopia Live. Happy New Year, or is it getting too late to say that? It's one of our first episodes of 2023, so I wanted to give you my well wishes there. Uh, As you probably know, this is a regular podcast from OBJ that features executives from both next generation companies and the established players. Our goal is to keep you updated uh, on the up-and-comers and the people who are driving the growth in our technology sector All with a goal of keeping you informed and connected. In today's episode, we talk with a company that will celebrate its 10th anniversary in 2023. Happy anniversary to them. Uh, uh, It helps enterprises and IT service providers that are struggling with scaling their network security. So, we're going to be talking a lot about security in this uh, episode. And in short, these companies, these are companies, I should say, uh, whose private network firewalls are getting in the way of what we say. Is there a business agility? Uh, The company is headquartered in Ottawa, but it also has offices in beautiful San Francisco and Boston. Let's welcome our guest. Here is the co-founder and chief product officer of Corsa Security. Please welcome Carolyn Rabb. Hello, Carolyn.
1: Hi there, Michael. Thanks for having me.
0: How are you doing today?
1: I am doing well. It's snowing.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's snowing. It's yet another (laughs) storm. Yep. In Ottawa, let's hope the trains keep running this time. Yes. <laughs> so uh, as we often do, uh, Carolyn, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. You have a uh, long and distinguished history that I think goes all the way back to Nortel Network. Mm-hmm. So we, we really appreciate someone uh, on this episode that has that uh, breadth of experience. But go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Carolyn.
1: Sure. Um, I guess in a nutshell, I've always been a product person. I love the whole process that starts with ideation and validating market fit and business economics, and then taking that through to a market introduction. And that kind of started with my Nortel Networks experience. Um, I spent 10 years doing design and product management uh, in both their semiconductor division, as well as their long haul optical networking side. And I spent some years uh, working in Europe and Zurich for Philips Semiconductor, now NXP. And these big companies um, were fantastic for many reasons, but then I needed to be a part of smaller organizations. And in fact, um, I needed to be key to starting these organizations and and living and breathing the immediacy of of a small company. And that's when I shifted to startups. Um, I helped start my first one in early 2000, and we grew to have about 80% market ownership during some very challenging times in those early 2000s. It led to a successful acquisition, um, but then I wanted to do more. So I did consult for a while, kept sort of looking around for an opportunity. And um, it was during this time that I sort of came across software defined networking, which I think really was the beginning of of shifting to dynamic networking, um, you know, basically a way to allow networks to be self-programmable and self-adjusting. And that's what led me to the whole Corsa journey and uh, being a part of that. Okay.
0: And thank you for providing a beautiful segue. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about Corsa now. So uh, it was sometime around 2013, maybe a little bit before that, where you came together with a few partners and you launched Corsa. Tell me about uh, maybe a little bit about that history, but but also equally introduce Corsa to our uh, viewers and listeners.
1: Sure. So Corsa started, I mean, we've always been... Um, very expert at networking and anything in the underlying network. And when I say network, you know, I'm talking about the internet and the data network. Um, and so Corsa started specifically in software defined networking, SDN, um, where that very quickly became obvious that security as part of uh, software defined networking was really important, which sort of led us to network security and helping anybody who owns their own network. So that could be service providers or managed managed security service providers or any large enterprise where they were trying to do more with their network security and specifically firewalls more and do it faster. So um, the pandemic really emphasized how everybody had to be able to just respond very quickly to changing workforce needs and changing security needs. And so what Corsa and what we've developed is basically some software, orchestration software that lets people quickly and automatically deploy and scale and resize, optimize their network firewalls in in their networks. And specifically we do that with virtualization. So we have a bunch of tech partners that offer up virtual firewalls. So hardware firewalls are those that are fixed Um, Pizza boxes and virtual firewalls are those that are basically software hosted on on commodity servers. And that's the world that we work in is taking those virtual firewalls and making them just dead easy to use in anybody's on-prem network.
0: Very interesting. And give us a few fast facts on the company, whether it be, you know, number of employees. Uh, I mentioned the number of offices already, any sort of funding, any sort of revenue or or any other sort of basic, uh, basic facts on
1: Corsa. So, yeah, so we split our development. Um, and this is something that, you know, also the pandemic kind of promoted is that our development happens where the talent is. And I think that that's a something that didn't always exist we were always very tied to uh, Ottawa and development in Ottawa and now we're actually quite broadly distributed um, all around the world Uh, sometimes the time zones are challenging but the the benefit of that is that you really get this the very precise talent that you need because you're not um, limited by geography so that would be one fact that I think is interesting and has been uh given us the ability to really marry up networking expertise with security expertise interesting
0: and and from an employee count is it a few dozen people uh, give, give us a broad sense of that
1: yeah it's it's under 50 people currently okay. um okay. Cool. And it's you know sometimes uh you know it's that power to weight ratio that sometimes you know your your actual raw head count is is a fine balance of productivity and i think being uh a combination of remote and Ottawa based, um, that's, that's become an interesting uh, ratio to, to establish.
0: Uh, And you did receive some funding, if I recall correctly in, uh, in 2022, is that right?
1: That's right. Um, We raised 10 million. Um, It's very much to um, help us round out the product and also to focus on go to market. So constantly, you know, growing on the business side uh, while innovating on the product side. Okay,
0: and I appreciate your private company, so we don't expect you to reveal uh, revenue numbers. But uh, fair to say that uh, there's been some. You're you're about to celebrate a 10th anniversary, so you're likely not pre-revenue. You've got some clients, and revenues are growing. Can you give us any indication or commentary on that?
1: Um, I think that our customer acquisition is um, is going really well, and you know we don't like you said we don't talk to the revenue numbers. Um, but what is interesting is sort of the the markets that we are able to pursue with our with our product and our solution. Um, and specifically in the managed security services space, which sometimes service providers are lumped into there as well. But um, essentially, that is a, an area of huge, huge growth, um, as is the whole 5G space where now service providers are bringing on 5G, um, you know, Data traffic is just gonna go through the roof. And so um, selling into those areas is, is you know, something for us that's definitely a growth area.
0: Okay, and how, how do you go to market? Are you, uh, do you have your own sales team? Do you have channel partners? What does that look like?
1: So we're 100% channel. We, we do have a sales team to help enable that, but um, basically uh, across all ge- geographies, we, uh, we leverage a channel.
0: Okay, good. And I noted that you were in, is it Las Vegas? Just a few months ago, I think I yeah. saw some LinkedIn posts from you. Uh, yeah. So are, is that something that you're often doing? You're at trade shows, trying to connect with uh, MSPs, MSSPs. I probably got that wrong, but you're MSPs you're you're and out data there.
1: Providers, absolutely. Um, you know, I have to say that that has been one of the biggest challenges of the last couple of years is not being able to go out face to face, especially when you're in in cybersecurity, where everything is about trust. Um, It's hard to build trust on a a Zoom call when when, um, people haven't, you know, maybe crossed paths with you before. Um, So getting out there is very important. And Vegas uh, in particular was um, our uh, tech partner, Palo Alto Networks, their annual um, trade show and conference. It's great for the depth of the the sessions, but also for the ex expo floor. And so we were a sponsor of that event. And I think there was 2,500 or 3,000 people attended all Palo Alto Networks customers or, um, you know, serious prospects. And so for us, it's, it was really great to be out there because it was the first in uh, a while that we were out face to face.
0: That's awesome. Pressing, pressing the flesh, getting face to face with them in Vegas. And- yeah. And Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that worked out for you. By the way. Yes, yes. Wash you. your hands after that.
1: Yes. <laughs> so yeah. A different element there. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, so listen, uh, Carolina, enjoy the conversation. I'm going to put this on pause for a second just to recognize the, one of the great uh, supporters of, of our Techopia project. Uh, today's episode uh, sponsor is Callion Group. Grow your career with Callion work on exciting projects in a flexible environment fueled by passionate people who are committed to moving the world forward. Calion has more than 4,500 full-time, part-time, and contract employees working towards a common goal to help the world communicate, innovate, learn, and lead safe and healthy lives. Calion engineers reliable solutions that solve complex problems for its customers in four business segments, advanced technologies, learning, health, IT and cyber solutions. Be part of an organization that embraces diversity, equality and experience. Visit Callian's career page to find the right opportunity for you. Thanks again to uh, Callian for supporting this episode. We're talking to Carolyn Rabb from Corsa. So, um, you know, there's this saying, this uh, Chinese proverb, and you live in interesting times. And I think that these truly are interesting times. You've had a long history, uh, whether you're in the technology sector or in another business sector, Carolyn, there's all these factors influencing us. It just seems to be a whirlwind these days. So tell me some of uh, some of these big trends, these macro trends, that are impacting a company like Corsa. What's out there?
1: Sure. So I, I think that you know, looking looking around, there's a two that I sort of pay attention to, um, very with you know high interest. Uh, obviously, there's lots of others, but the the two top ones I believe, um, one is this whole idea of, of um, machine learning, and you know, in, especially in cybersecurity, where. Um, there's just so much now in, in terms of information available to security operation centers, but it's too much almost for humans to consume. And machine learning, which is really all about big data and crunching big data and, and you know, getting instant insights out of big data, is a big tech trend across all areas. For network security, though, it's it's really it has been batted around um a lot, But this year, I think it's really going to be meaningful, and I think it'll make it even more important for at the network firewall level um, that you're really fungible and flexible and, and can immediately scale and adapt your network. And so our whole platform, our whole solution that's really built around intelligent scaling, that's where you get, you know, that's virtualization and automated virtualization, Um, that's going to be key for many areas as they try and have their network security adapt instantly. So machine learning, working in the network, learning a whole bunch of things then gets fed to network security. And if you, if, you know, at the beginning, I was talking about software defined networks, which are, you know, basically programmable networks that kind of expand and contract and change based on what's needed, machine learning becomes the sort of, um, the trigger for that. And then in network security, virtual firewalls are what give you all of the flexibility and speed to be able to adapt. And so machine learning, I think, is one. And then the other one that I had uh, mentioned earlier is 5G, because 5G rolling out now is meaning that um, so much data is going to be streamed downloaded moved around the network because it basically is turning our mobile devices into extremely powerful communication viewing platforms like we've never seen before and so that's going to be another biggie that 5g just driving so much data 5g is also being used in private networks so it's called private 5g and that is just to deal with all kinds of Um, Internet of Things that are generating data that need to be moved around and centralized or um, analyzed. So those are the two biggies, I think, for us that really make our solution that much more attractive.
0: Okay, that's great. Uh, and uh, if so, I, I I determine those are big trends, by the way, that you just mentioned. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, we'll start wrapping up in a minute, but I'll get you to peer into the future. So we're recording this at the beginning of 2023. It sounds like those trends are in your favor. What is Corsa looking forward to, whether it's 2023 or beyond in terms of milestones?
1: Um, so I, I mentioned intelligent scaling. So basically, that's an ability to automatically scale. So if you imagine. Um, I guess an analogy would be if you imagine uh you're driving the roads of your local your city and traffic lights are actually able to truly adapt to the traffic patterns um now they have sensors in the roads and they're starting to roll out smart cities where the traffic lights actually do respond to actual traffic patterns um the network is kind of the same that the data network and our internet and moving traffic around and where we see ourselves going with with our solution is that we will become like those smart cities like those traffic lights that our intelligent scaling won't need any form of intervention from the network team or the security team that the our software itself with machine learning will be able to you know currently it offers up suggestions and and has monitoring, but it moves to intelligent scaling, which means it does it autonomously um, and to the network's favor, because I think we're all watching autonomous, everything with with uh, interest. And that's what's going to evolve in, in our um, virtual firewall scaling, is that it too becomes intelligent and autonomous.
0: That's great. Um, final question to you. Uh, EY, the uh, the accounting consulting global mm-hmm. company is our lead sponsor. They've got this cool uh, tagline uh, that says building a better working world. So as we wrap up, I always ask our guests, how do you think you're building a better working world? And you can define that in any way that you'd like.
1: Okay. Uh, maybe it's a little self-serving, but I do think that you know, network security and, and security operation centers are, are those roles. You know, we hear about cyber attacks and ransomware um, daily in the news now that these people are worked extremely hard. And being uh, in a security operation center, a network operation center, having to do everything manually, which is, you know, not 100 percent the case now, but it's in large part what people have to do isn't uh, great and job satisfaction is not great and people, there's a lot of churn in those roles. And I think that um, moving towards automating things um, with our intelligence scaling um, is an example of that. That's gonna let those very expert people um, actually work on things they wanna work on, the more strategic side of cybersecurity, the more interesting um, really tough problems than having to sort of slog through um, huge log reports and and, the set and such. So I think a better world is going to come with this automation. And uh, I I think that the, the machine learning trend and, and our intelligence scaling is a part of that. I,
0: I like how you loop that back to people. So it's technology that will allow people to maybe uh, stop doing some of those mundane tasks yes. and things that are Really high value and strategic to their uh, to their companies or to their exactly.
1: clients. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, Carol, I want to thank you. Uh, it's wonderful uh, to uh, to spend some time with you. I want to wish uh, Corsa and all of your team uh, all the best in 2023. And uh, thanks for joining us today. I'll I'll bid you adieu. Thanks again, uh, Carolyn.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: And before we uh, wrap, um, let's take a look at some of the other great companies who line up behind this Techopia project. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, building a better working world. Numbercrunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearlie Robertson Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies. The University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Callian innovative solutions delivered with integrity. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. And that's a wrap for our first episode of 2023. Thank you for joining us. And uh, again, a big shout out to Carolyn Rabb From Corsa, a very interesting company. We'll be uh, keenly following them. I want to thank you for watching or listening. We hope Techopia is helping keep you connected and informed. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. Bye-bye.